another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. It's almost to the point where you can say, of course. Uh, yes. But almost. Yes, I, almost. Very close. Very close. Matt, of course, you can find... Uh, you, this is definitely, of course, you can find Matt on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can also find us on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. Find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And Matt... Before we get too far afield, uh, a programming note, um, next weekend is Christmas. We're absolutely positively not recording an episode next week. <laughs> enjoy enjoy your time with your families. Well, but and I agree with you, but what if something really, really cool happens this week? Like maybe we should record something late in the week, and then it gives everyone something to listen to while they're driving to you know, grandma's house or whatever. Um, sure, if something comes up like that, we can still do that. You know, like, let's say Tuesday, Oakland uh, beats Michigan State. Like, I feel like we should talk about it. That's all. I, I feel like we should do that as well. You sound very confident in that, by the way. Um, let's not we'll get, get carried to, away. We'll get to that later. Um, but I will say this. Um, our annual New Year's Day live podcast, we're still doing that, though. Um, thing. That is a thing. It's been a thing. I don't know why I thought it should be a thing. Um, this will be the third or fourth time we've did it, I think. I lost count. But yes, um, Matt, I understand you probably will not be able to make it, but there's a bunch we'll of see. other... Yes, there are a few others that probably will. Um, so we'll be recording it. We'll be doing that at 6.30 um, Eastern um, after the games that are on that day, which is, again, a rarity. We got Horizon League games on New Year's Day. Um, so you don't want to miss that. Um, Nothing like the, some hungover college kids playing basketball in league. Woo! Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, oh, the real barn burner, which will be uh, Purdue Fort Wayne and IEPUI. That will be the first time they've actually played each other in the league, actually. Now that I'm thinking well, about it. You know, and here's the thing. I'm excited for all this, but as we look ahead, let's temper it a little bit because every one of these games right now is always subject to uh, a specific little clause, a little problem we're having here in the sports world. Yeah, um, as we can, as as Cleveland State can attest to this week. <laughs> every yeah, game State, is on the line. Cleveland State was supposed to play Duke on Duke on Saturday. There's they're they're supposed to be playing. Uh, Kent State on Tuesday, and they're doing neither of those things because they got kicked to the COVID protocol. They're the first. I, they are the first Horizon League men's team to have that happen to. I just want to say though, in case anybody missed it, it was a fantastic moment in Twitter where I happened to tweet out because Greg Campy had done his coaches show just the night before, saying that he would he wanted to get another bye game in, but it just didn't work in the schedule, and then Cleveland State couldn't play this game and i jokingly said greg let's get on i didn't even tag him and he responded moments later like already tried would need the waiver can't get it it's like what just happened like it was just on it and extra funny because greg can said he won't play duke because he's mad at coach k about something stupid and petty and he admits it's stupid and petty i don't remember the whole story but for him <laughs> to have just shown up and ready to try to get there if they could have was was a great little moment they had, where... a, they, they had actually had to reschedule that game three times. I think they had somebody else they were supposed to play, and they ended up in the COVID protocol, and then it ended up being Elon or some crap like that. I don't remember, but yeah. So yeah, Cleveland State's in the protocol, so what we thought was going to be two two games to close out the non-conference for them is no longer two games to close out the conference, so they are going straight to their first conference game on the 30th, which is IUPUI. 
Which is basically playing a, a non-Div 1 game at this point. So, hey, that'll be a good tune-up for them. Oh, man. Okay, so so we have to... we. we we have to address this, especially since we did a we did a Twitter Spaces uh, during the IUPUI uh, Chicago State game, and yeah, that that game was pretty much it delivered. It delivered in every way as possible. Oh my God! But our, my our apologies for everybody actually following the rules that we established that John John Parker established and changed in the middle of. Um, hope you guys survived. <laughs> Do we have to like have people sign a waiver or something? Like I I don't want to be liable for. For these things that's all you know what i was i was there and i i did i was not i was a non-participant i will say that so um and probably probably for the best i know john played john played oh. along with his own game and had a damn good time and i respect that he he, cer- he certainly did um so yeah so uh yeah um chicago state beat iupy i think we're kind of at the point in you know if you are playing iupy there's a pretty good chance you're going to beat them so i uh before this podcast today we're recording sunday afternoon i had tweeted out kind of crowdsourcing some ideas because i don't want to talk about covid the whole time there's not a whole lot of basketball to talk about none of it was particularly good I mean, we can not talk about today. These I mean, not this, not, not, not really. This I mean, we had to, you had a right state team that barely, that, you know, had to pull a, you know, had to squeak uh, one out. It's yeah. They won by nine against Tennessee tech, but it was like, I mean, it was, was still kind of excruciating. And again, this is the right state team. We thought we were going to do much better this season. And it just seems like blah. So we could talk about that. We could talk about, you know, Northern Kentucky losing to Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, there's plenty of things we could talk about, sure. but, none of them are, but none of them are very good. There's not yeah. nothing great in there, so, so I crowdsourced so, ideas. So Matt had the uh, yes, Matt Matt have it, it used the power of Twitter to crowdsource some uh, some some potential topics for this week. Um, and I and, really loved one of them. Yes, you did, and we'll actually talk about that a little later. Or is this the one you love? This um, is the one I love. This is the one you love. So uh, Callahan Mole, shout out to you. Um, not sure who you are, and it's okay. You're the Callahan Mole. And if you can figure out who that is, I mean, there you go. So, Matt, why don't you go? Why don't you? Why don't you tell us what uh, Callahan Mole suggested? They suggested, or they asked the question for us to discuss. And again, I, I think it's a really great, really great question. Words are tough today. I'm trying to find the exact wording here as I'm, I'm flipping through. Oh, sure. they said they asked for a discussion about whether this year's IUPUI team is the worst Horizon League team ever. And I read that and I laughed. And then I thought, you know what? I think that's a fantastic discussion that we could have. That's not talking about, you know, some really bad basketball played in the league this week. I'd almost prefer this because this IUPUI team could be historically bad for the league. But then I thought they're not really the worst team ever in the league, are they? And I started looking because the answer is not yet. Not yet. So as as an Oakland fan, my, my history doesn't go back as far as other people's. It goes back a decent amount at this point. But I started kind of flipping through and trying to, you know, put on my research pants and I found a team that I thought, oh, that looks extra ugly. And then I realized, Bob McDonald, you're going to have the insight on this. The 2003-2004 Cleveland State Vikings seem to be historically bad. Oh, man. All right. So, so, um, yeah, and I was I was there for a lot of that. And it was you are correct. It was bad. Okay, so so this requires some explanation. So this is the first, and and this is actually the first. Uh, the 2003-2004 season was uh, Mike Garland's first season as Cleveland State coach, and 
I mean, on paper, it seemed like this team wasn't that terrible. I mean, they had a they had a, their leading scorer, Jermaine Robinson. He was back, and honestly, he actually he actually was very prolific that entire season. They also had um, a JUCO guy, Omari Wesley, a Cleveland kid came home for, for a Cleveland kid who was also very very good. And they had even they had also signed a, a pretty highly rated center in Walt Waters at that point in time. So. Um, and plus, they had a couple of other pieces. Uh, Pop Bodion was in the, on that on that team. He was pretty good. But and and it seemed like they weren't. It wasn't terrible. They even they had actually even went to Chapel Hill again. No way. No 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 no. UNC came in. North Carolina actually came to the Wolstein Center. Which is probably one of the few times that one of the last. Wait, times. what? Yes. That's North a weird Carolina. part of the story already. And here is the reason why: because Jawad Williams, who is from Cle- from the uh, from the Cleveland area, he he went to he he went to Lakewood St. Ed's, I believe, and he was um, you know, Roy Williams had the idea. Okay, I wanted to you know, since Jawad Williams is on the squad, let's go ahead and uh, you know see if we can't find a home game for him and. You know, I really don't want to do what everybody else does, which is basically schedule Ohio State and they play at, uh, you know, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse or whatever it was called back then. Um, so we decided, okay, fine, I am going to schedule Cleveland State at the Wolstein Center, and that's what happened. And amazingly enough, Cleveland State actually did really well in that game. Um, I think they they only lost by three at that point in time. So you can understand that at that point in time. That was a – I thought it would be much – you know, the, the season would had a lot of promise for me. I'd be optimistic. I was opti- I was optimistic. However, I can't, and I can't remember if this happened before or after the UNC game, but then they went to Kent State. And I remember this game because this is literally the only road game I ever went to for Cleveland State. And they lost 116-66. to 66. That's not and good. needless to say, I never wanted to go to a road game ever again. <laughs> it was the worst thing I had seen live ever, and the state of it haunts me to this day. That was 2003, by the way. <laughs> um, and that was not even the, and that actually wasn't even the worst part. So that came later during the conference schedule. That was that was not actually a part of what I call the Viking death spiral, which is basically they lost 21 games in a row, <laughs> 21. And they succeeded in becoming the last, they succeeded in going 0 and 16 in the conference, which I'm pretty sure nobody else has done since that point in time. According to period. my research, I could not find another team. That's why I really honed in on this is the only yes. other possibility of worst team in horizon league history. Cause this IUPUI team, does currently look like they might have the ability to go 0 and 22 in the league. Yes, that's why I said not yet. But for historical purposes in the Horizon League, that Cleveland State team absolutely positively the worst. You can see how traumatized I am about it. <laughs> uh, clearly. So, what was it that made that team so spectacularly terrible, other than That's not winning? That's the thing. It, it's so weird that that is – I couldn't really put my fingers on it because they they just 
I don't know. I think it just couldn't get it together. I think at one point in time, I get, I do know at one point in time, Omari Wesley got kicked off, you know, got, got suspended at least two or three times during that season. Um, it was, it just didn't work. And it just, you know, you know, and we, it was, again, it's one of those situations where, like I said, Jermaine Robinson was, uh, you know, the, the leading scorer, but the problem is he was the only scorer essentially, which is funny because I mean, he was, it seemed like he was taking all the shots and uh, stop me if you've heard that uh, one person on the terrible team taking all the shots. Um, yeah. And that's what happened. Um, the team just never got it together, which is again, strange because knowing part of how, you know, what, what elements of that team were on there, you did not expect them to lose 21 games in a row period. And they just did. And did you say it was a first year head coach or no? Did I get that it, wrong? Yes. It was Mike Garland. Ooh, so now we have some something to tie these teams together potentially. Because Mike Garland, as we all know, I don't know. Uh, you should. He's been sitting on the. He's been sitting on Tom Izzo's bench for a long, long time. Oh, I lost track. I mean, he must be down the way because for a long time it was Dane Fife, Dwayne Stevens, who have all had some Horizon League and Summit connections and all that. Mike so Garland, be- yeah. So Mike, so so yeah, Mike Garland. I don't know when he went when he came, when he went back to. Michigan State. I know he did spend a couple of seasons at SMU with Matt Doherty. Then somewhere, somewhere along the lines, he ended up back at, at Michigan State. Okay, miss that. So he's been there for a while. He's been back for a while. All right. So the first year head coach. Yes. Played a team really close and almost one that they had no business against. I'm trying. I'm trying to just find some uh, connecting things here. Unfortunately, the play a team close. I mean, they only lost by nine at Butler in their first game of the year. Like. That's not embarrassing. I it's mean, not. Butler's not. Butler's not what Butler's been at times. But I'm just trying to find some connections here because. Uh, and, and Butler is not a, a uh, yeah. And Butler is also not a, uh, a North Carolina team that had, let's see here, Marvin Williams, Sean May, Jawad Williams, all three guys ended up in the NBA. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what's fun is that exact same team the next year, so 0405. Would yeah. destroy Oakland University in the technically the second round of the NCAA tournament in Oakland's Cinderella run. Yeah, I was there for that one. Uh, probably equally as painful as the entire 2003-2004 season was for me. Um, probably the only difference was it was the NCAA tournament, and I was getting paid to be there and flown all around the country, all kinds of fun. And Oakland didn't deserve to be there; it was a lot of fun. Plus, it was in North Carolina, oh. so like. Yeah, like it was one of those like probably like ten miles outside of the distance that they're legally allowed to play those NCAA games. So of course. it was just a sea of powder blue. It was, oh, it was a lot of fun getting your ass kicked. Oh, it was fun. But it's it's the experience that that drives us all, yeah. And that's why we're here. That's why I'm here. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I'm trying I'm trying to draw draw some comparisons on this IUPUI team and all that, and really there aren't a lot. This IUPUI team is historically bad i will say that i gave prenshaw um some uh advanced uh what's the word i'm looking for here i don't know i had iupui above green bay in my predictions and i take that back green bay fans i was just trying to you know be the smartest man in the room no because i mean they're not because they allegedly think you hate them (laughs) no i just wanted to be a little bit different than everybody everybody else was dumping iupui as like maybe they're not going to be the worst team maybe crenshaw you know really can can pull some some rabbits out of his hat here um i don't know if matt crenshaw has any rabbits in that hat right now um i'm looking at i mean i'm looking at iupui schedule i mean they're they're at more or 
no, they they host Moorhead. Yes. Um, Tuesday. Day, yeah. Again, always assuming that COVID doesn't kill these games off. And then we're into the league schedule, and I don't see that first league win until potentially at Green Bay. Not because I don't think Green Bay is a good team, but I mean that's the first one. I mean that at Green Bay at Milwaukee, maybe maybe they could find a win in there, but I don't. I don't know where the win could come from on this team. No. Uh, well, I can't, I can't find I a win. Do. Maybe Robert Morris. Well, and that's just it. They So they don't even see Robert Morris for the first time until Saturday, February 5th. So that's a, um, they get Robert Morris twice in the back half of the season there. Um, yeah. And they do host them the first time on February 5th. But so that's a long way from there and from now. And if they've lost every game up to that point, that's a team that just, just wants to finish the season, you know, <laughs> like they do, yeah. they conclude the season with green Bay at home. I mean, that's a potential They get Milwaukee at home. Um, it's, it's We're totally to not sold on Milwaukee winning these games. Are we? <laughs> I mean, I've said it. I, I, I pretty sure I've said it out loud. If not, I'll say it here out loud. I think if Milwaukee doesn't get their stuff together very soon, that uh, they're going to shut PBJ down. I really do. They're going to come up with an, an injury or something just to go, you know what? We're not going to risk them right now. And they're going to call it something else. (laughs) There's no reason for them to to put it on the line. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. And and by the way, and I know we, you know, I I think Jimmy actually pulled this, uh, pulled this uh, contract that uh, his contract's up this year. This is a contract year for him. Well, but he's got that soccer gig going, so that's strong, right? That is true. For anyone Good else, luck you there. For anyone else that didn't see it, we did get the, the the contract, and somebody did a really poor job, and it actually lists him as the soccer coach, so it was a bad copy-paste job, I assume, or whatever. Just That's just embarrassing. I had to reread that three times to see that. I'm like, oh, wow, that is not a good thing. Um, oops. <laughs> Gonna assume somebody, it got somebody, fixed I'm assuming somebody at the somebody in their legal department got fired after that one. <laughs> yeah, probably not. If it made no, it that far. But nonetheless, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, this IU, IUPUI team is just not very good right now. Their only technical win is over Spalding, which is, I mean, yikes. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are you gonna do? So. So Callahan Mole, I hope you're listening. I hope you appreciate our little deep dive into is there ever been a worse team in the horizon than I than this IUPUI team and the answer is probably not but we're not sure yet we at least know who exactly. we're comparing to against to be determined to be determined you know Cleveland State in 2003-2004 set a very high bar for futility <laughs> very high we do know what the bar is at least which is good we know what we're yes. looking for so we'll keep an eye on that um I just, I don't see it with this team. They're just, I mean, there's just, at least with, you know, IUPUI in the past couple of years, we knew they had the firepower to just get hot and do something, you know? The other thing too, and I don't, I, I don't know what's going on with Mike DePersia, by the way. He's been, he's been in and out the entire season. I don't know what's going on with him. You know what I would guess? And this is strictly just guessing because I don't know anything um, more than usual, but um, usual. You know, Crenshaw is one of the all-time point guards at IUPUI, and I bet you he's really working to Persia and trying to make him better and get him to yeah. where where Crenshaw wants him to be. And I mm-hmm. bet you De Persia's just not there. That's my guess. 
Well, I guess we'll find out soon enough, I suppose. So, I guess. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I look at some of the guys they got back from last year. They got the. I was a way higher on I was higher on Lestrap. I was higher on say I was higher on Harvey, you know, and it just you know it, it just hasn't really come to fruition with those guys. I really thought we were going to get more out of them, and I, it just I, hasn't happened. Honestly, I thought that they were going to not have the talent, but I expected Crenshaw to make them compete to like pull out the competition from them. And maybe he is. Maybe they really just are that untalented. And I don't even mean that in a mean way. I mean, you're playing Division One basketball, and at some point you've just got to be able to compete, and you have to have some talent to back that up. And I mean, when you're when your top, you know, your top minutes guys at 32 minutes, and BJ Maxwell only still only got 13 points a game. You know, that's that's your best player, and that's it's not great. No, it really isn't. And like, yeah, it, again, I I I expected more. I thought for sure, you know, I thought for sure this was going to be a little better outing for them, but it just hasn't came to, yeah, it just, I mean, it's just been really bad. I mean, and they, and they, they, they tried against Chicago state, but they just came up short and that's, you know, that's a good Chicago state team though. Right. Right. Is it though? I mean, they're four and seven. I mean, they have, they have more wins than half the Horizon League. They would look good in the Horizon League right now. Ooh, oh, foresh- no. Oh, Don't foreshadowing. Me, oh, Bobby. what's that? Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh, a little foreshadowing in our day. Do not even think about it. No. Oh. Let them go, you know, go go. let them do something else besides this. No. You know, oh, God, no. So good in this league. They'd be middle of the pack, just keeping people honest. We'd have that Chicago market. Stop it. Just stop. <laughs> Please just stop. Isn't this the same argument we made when you know when the uh, league brought in IUPUI? Well, that and the fact they didn't want to move to Chicago. They want to move to Detroit. Hey, IUPUI has worked out really well if you ignore men's basketball. It's a that great, is true. That is it's a, true. it's a very solid school and athletic department. It's just not a very good men's basketball program right now. And while that is the flagship, it is not the only sport in the league. So therefore, it's that not is the be-all end-all. The women's team is outstanding. Yes. Absolutely. Although they Without can't seem to stay healthy. And by that, I mean COVID. But yes. Yeah, that too. Actually, you know what? That seems to be a case of like a lot of the women's teams. More so than the men, because the men only, you know, Cleveland State's been the only, which is funny because, let's see here, um, I would re- I really thought that, you know, we were going to have some issues with Bull Rice State and UIC, because Rice State played Akron, lost Akron by 18, by the way, Akron and women ended up going on pro COVID protocols, UIC played DePaul, and Kate, they actually did really well against DePaul, then DePaul went on COVID protocols, um, but I guess they're okay. I guess for now. For now. For now. Exactly. exactly. Everything's for now. For now. Keyword being for now. All right. So the other question that you got, the, the other the other topic of discussion that you got, um, that you got from Al Peterson, Coach Al, very good question. Might be a little early in the season to discuss it, but a very good question. But we're never afraid to put up put things out there early. Absolutely on. not. And what is that? And what was that? To, what was that question, Matt? They want Al, Coach Al. Who I don't know, Coach Al. Who's Coach Al? Sounds like I should know Coach Al. 
Uh, I believe uh, Coach Al did color for a couple of the Oakland games last year, I think. No. I think so. You sure? Uh, maybe, yeah. I think so. Ex-Western Michigan coach Al? No, that no, ex, that's uh, hey, um, the Hawk. That's Hawkins you're thinking of. Oh, Christ, I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I don't know who he is. Anyway, uh, Al wants to, us to uh, handicap the four teams you expect to get the buys in the quarterfinals in the Horizon League Men's Basketball Conference Tournament. All, All right. right. So, so very scared. good question. Outstanding question. As, of course, you know, the, the Horizon League tournament format has not changed since last year. So um, first round, bottom eight teams uh, play the first round. Um, and then those the, the winners of those games go to the second round where they play the top four teams. And then the winners of those games go to Indianapolis. So the question on the floor is, at this moment in time, who are the who would get the, who do we think get the buys? All right, so the first one is kind of a no-brainer, Oakland. You know, you say that, and I appreciate as an Oakland person that that's your first one on your mouth. But I don't yes. even think the Oakland people will tell you that that would be the first one on their mouth right now. Well, okay, fine. Then then the second one should be the first one out of my mouth, and it's not Cleveland State. Cleveland State, no, you are, are one two right now. Absolutely. You can mix them up and we'll see eventually how that plays out. But and I think I, it's pretty by safe the to way, say those are one two. So so actually before we get to three and four, all right. So so I gotta say, okay, since we had to have it since we knew we were gonna need to have we we're going to have a conversation regardless about this, because Oakland beat you know, Oakland and Cleveland State have a common opponent in Oklahoma State. Oakland beat Oklahoma State. Cleveland State, if not for a, did not beat Oklahoma State. They lost in overtime. Got to hit your free throws, guys. <laughs> Other, it's, uh, otherwise, it's a whole different story. Greg Campy talked about that game for a minute in his coaches show this week too. Um, he clearly watched it. Um, and yeah. it's very, very impressive with Cleveland State. Like I said, a lot of good things to say, and um, there's no moral victories. I know, you know that whole saying and all that, but yeah. uh, he he definitely walked away from that game pretty impressed with Cleveland state and knows that they are playing well. So yeah. Cleveland well, that, state, the, know you one, two, the, but yeah, the takeaway. Yeah. That the takeaway I got from that game is that, you know, the takeaway I got from that game is those two games between Cleveland state and Oakland are probably going to, in my summation at this moment in time. And again, you know, tell me I'm wrong later. I think the, the the these two games are the two games between these guys are going to be the the are going to determine who's going to be the one who's going to be the one seed. That's Here's, what I think. I I always feel like this league never goes chalk. Like it never goes as easy as like it should or no. we expect it to. So that's my only like again trying to be smartest man in the room. That never works out for me or anybody who else has ever tried that in their life. Um, I I just I I struggle to believe that Cleveland State know you are really going to put the hurt on this league that by all accounts they should something you know what and it's not well see that's the other thing it's not even really the hurt it's that i don't think you know i don't think top to bottom i don't think either i don't think anybody else in the league has got anything for these top two teams at the moment i just don't see it the, the only exception i would say the only exception i would have would be my prediction for the number three spot which is youngstown state Maybe. I'm not buying Youngstown State. I'll put it out there. I, You're I don't not buying buy Youngstown State. Okay. I'm not. 
All right. Okay, so ex expl explain why. I think they're frauds. Do you now? Okay. Fair enough. I don't think that I just I and again I looked stupid before and I, I think a lot of Jared Calhoun as a coach. Mm -hmm. Um but when I look at what they've done this year, I just I, I don't buy it still. And and now here's here's where I the here is where I disagree. And I again I'm looking at it top to bottom from the from the conference because the conference by and large has severely underachieved, period. Um I'm not impressed at all by Wright State. I'm not impressed at all by you know in Northern Kentucky. You know they they've 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 laid too many eggs for me to be impressed by too terribly impressed by them. Um, even with PBJ, Milwaukee is just struggling. And you look and which is why I think of this is what this is why I think about and I take that into consideration when I think about Youngstown where Youngstown State is and should be moving forward because you know they had their the, the big they had the big hiccup early on right after you know in their own mte i'm sure they're never going to live it down they've lost since i mean yeah have they you know who've they beaten i mean that's up for debate but they won the games they were supposed to win and you can't really say that about a lot of the rest of the league at this point and I think that you know, and take take that for what you will, but I think that counts for something, especially when you're going into a conference, going into the conference. And I think that's going to be the big thing. For, I think it's going to be, you know, believe it or not, I think that's an advantage. You know, having that kind of momentum going in, although they are playing West Virginia, they still have yet to play. They still have to play West Virginia. But I guess the big thing, you know. You, I, but Matt, I, I think you'll find out soon enough because the games, because they're going into Michigan for their next games in the conference. They play Detroit Mercy on Thursday, the thirtieth, and they play Oakland on New Year's Day. So I guess if you know, so I guess if you if you want any proof, and you know, again, you can come back to me and say, "Hey, Bob, they got swept in Michigan. What do you got to say now?" I will, I will lay out a full mea culpa. But until that point in time, I can make the argument for them. All right. So you've got Youngstown State at three. Who you got at four? Oh, man. That's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to say I want to say Northern Kentucky at this point, because I, I am not high on Wright State at all. Like not even close. I mean, Wright State has been a. Wright State has been a full has has a seat on the struggle bus, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. And they got new, and they got NC State coming up, so that's not gonna do that's not gonna do any wonders for them. I like yeah, I think yeah, I think if we're being honest, uh, Northern the problem Northern Kentucky has is the problem the, the problem they have had is they have not been able to close out games. They have had. At least what two or three games where they've lost by one possession. They lost the UNC Greensboro. They lost Eastern Kentucky. Same way. You know they lost to Western Illinois by two points. So that's what I think. All right. So so what's your four? Let's put, let's put it down in order. All right. So I'm gonna put. So for me, it's gonna be Oakland, Cleveland State, Youngstown State, Northern Kentucky. 
All right. And there that number is. four is super shaky. Nope, it's in. It's in cement now. You're locked <laughs> in. All right. <laughs> so who do you have? Oh, I, man. All right. Know. Oh, see, now, so nope, now I ask nope, you no, the I question, and now you're like, oh, crap. I, I know. Gotta... Well, okay, so actually I know my bottom two that are – I know what I want to do with those. It's it's the flip flop of, of Cleveland State and Oakland that's got me a little bit unsure. Okay. Um, Oakland's been the better team. I like Oakland. I just struggle to get too high on them because as a Oakland person, um, that's just setting myself up for heartbreak. But I, I'm going to go Oakland, Cleveland State. I'm going to agree with you on one two. Um, Oakland has proven that they are a very good team this year, and I expect them to continue that. Um, no, I don't expect this to be the year they get Michigan State, but you never know. That's that game's Tuesday. I'm very excited for that game personally. Um, team three for me. This is gonna, bo- both of these are going to be my oddball choices. I just accept that. That's just I'll talk okay. about it. It's fine. Uh, team three for me is actually UIC. Who is 0-2 right now? Really, UIC. Yup. Okay. This requires some explanation because UIC. Yeah, UIC. Okay, I, I could have given it to you if UIC had done a little better against. Had because they did pretty well against uh they they took DePaul to limit, but man they they just wanted to give that game away to Northern Illinois today. I know, Where, and I mean this part of it was like handing it to them here, take that. And the other problem that they have too, and this part is important. We don't know how bad Demario Franklin hurt himself. He rolled, he sprained his ankle, and. According to the broadcast, he was on crutches heading out the win- heading out the arena. Was that the so, uh, Northern Illinois game? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Time out. That was not part of this deal. <laughs> no, 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 no. I missed that. Time out, time out, time out. I did not have all the information at hand. Time out. Uh. <laughs> all right, all right. Back enough. I guess you got to recalculate, don't you? I do. Okay, so... This is going to be weird because this team that's going to be my number three team wasn't in my top four initially, but now they are. Don't ask. It's just how this works. Okay. All right. So my, my third place is going to be Detroit Mercy, and I hate that, but it's just the reality of it. You know what? I I can see that. And I can see that mostly because of the fact they finally got everybody. <laughs> they do, and if people can, can just do just enough around Antoine to not make him have to do everything all the time and they finally got that today they Ex- finally got right. that today they got they got Matt, uh, Maduk Akech he had a double double he had a double double um DJ Harvey who Kara keeps telling us about is supposed to be this you know up and coming guy he got a double double so yes if they if they could finally get all they had I think we can objectively agree that I think finally if they can stay healthy, it's always a caveat with them. And Jordan Phillips, apparently he's now eligible and he was playing today. So, um, okay, so I can, I, I can see that. I can certainly see that. It is Detroit Mercy, and they have this tendency to lay an egg when we don't expect them to. But I can see that. Well, they, they had a n- nice game today. They nice game today against Central Michigan. You know, like you mentioned every, you know, all these players, and they did that with Noah Waterman coming off the bench and only scoring yes. six points. And I still think Noah Waterman is going to be a pretty big piece of this team. I think they're just trying to ease him in and kind of baby him a little bit. And I don't I, blame him. I mean, he's exactly. Had, he's he's, he's, a, he's had a, a couple of concussions already, and that's he's not a bit good. of Humpty Dumpty right now. You know, he, yeah, he, he, he's, I, he's I, I, like, yeah I, I agree with you. I don't really like that very much. 
that's that's kind of I'm a I'm a little concerned about that one. And you know what? Even McAdoo get you know today taking 17 minutes off the bench, only scoring two points. But you know what? We we've seen him score. We know he's capable. So indeed, I think I think they've got the pieces. Um, I think that's a pretty good team. All said and done, I think they were a better team. Um, before uh, Prince Oduro, um transferred if he had been fully committed but that seems to not have been the case so you know Willie Siani is going to start and try to be the big and he's not good at that but they're going to make this work you know and all said and done I still think they're a top four team in this league so I'm going to put them at number three okay all right I can I can see that I mean they have the potential I mean they have had I mean we saw what they did last season they did pretty well at the end of that season. We know what they have now. I'm just waiting for them to finally get it together, like, completely. And, I mean, possibly. And then my number four, and again, this is all about league play. I don't think this is one of the top four teams in the league overall because they played yeah. very poorly in this I don't understand why they played so poorly in this non-conference, but I still think Wright State's a top four team. And I, I realized they, they looked terrible against Tennessee uh, Tech. I watched this game, but they're still, I still think they're a top four team in this league. And I, I trust Scott Nagy that he's going to get the best out of this team. And I can't count out Scott Nagy. I can't do it. Cleveland State exposed them. In fact, uh, yeah. And I, it, and, but, and I, and Purdue Fort Wayne had that shot a little better in the second half would have done better than 13 points against them. I, you know, I, and I don't understand And I, and I, I'm with you. I don't understand why, because they have all the pieces. I mean, yeah, they lost loud and love, but why is it they lose loud and love and they fall apart? How does that I, happen? I think loud and love did more than we, re- than, than I know I gave him he credit must. for. Um, and I think they're just figuring out how to else besides him, except maybe Jalen Hall. I think they they're just trying like, to figure out how to play through it, you know, like, I mean, yes, but, but, I, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not going to count them out. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned yesterday, if you were following while I was tweeting, like I watched Keaton Norris on that team and I hated it because it just reminded me of Braden Norris when he was at OU before he transferred And I, but I see it, you know, I see the big threes. I see the l- sitting in there and taking the charge, that kind of stuff. I think that's, those, those are big things that they need. I saw Grant Basile kind of waiting waiting for the game to come to him and then he'd get frustrated and he'd he'd do something on his own and it was really good and it's like man if he would just do that all the time and stop waiting and just step up it's good all the pieces are there well, I, think so I, I think with that i think it's because he you know he didn't have he he was able to wait last season because you had loud and love and and you, you got more out of Tanner Holden, even though Tanner Holden has been, you know, really good Cleveland State game aside. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, I, 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 currently, I don't currently see it at the time, at this time. I just don't. Oh, that's okay. You got your opinion. This one's mine. Victor Panther, he thinks Milwaukee's a top team in the league still. Why? I don't know. But here we are. Everyone gets an opinion. We're just sharing ours. That's right. Yes, we are. Yes, we are indeed. Um, and you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of the fact that we are going to be sitting here trying to figure this out halfway. Uh, I, I know there's, yeah, we, we have these top four and one of us, yeah, it, we basically have guaranteed at least one of us is going to be wrong. Actually, you know what? Both of us could be wrong and, you know, yeah. 
for all we know, every you know, there's there's teams that you know near the you know, Purdue Fort Wayne is five and five right now, and they are, I don't know. I mean, there's something about that Purdue Fort Wayne team that makes us think that we're going to look stupid for not you know being higher on them. Well, because they're they're a, they're a three point shooting team, and if they get hot, then they can beat anybody. Yeah, that is true. At any point in time, we could look stupid because of that. We accept that. And I'm I, okay, yeah, but, but but we at least know that we're going to look stupid for it because we know of the cow. We know the potential that they have. So I I, I totally get that. So, but yeah, that's going to be that's interesting. So there's yeah. our top four. Those are two great topics. Thanks guys for those. Yes, absolutely. Um. Do we think that UIC is going to the Valley? I don't think I don't, so. I don't want to talk about this stuff right now. I know you want to talk about it, but it's like, uh, it's you it's know the, what? At least this time it elef- involves the Horizon League team. It's an it's the elephant in the room. Yes, I do think they're going to the Valley. Do you? I do. I there's don't. no reason. There's no reason that the Valley doesn't go. Okay, fine. We'll take the other Chicago school then. For the exact same reason they took Loyola, and that worked out real well for them. And I think UIC could work out just as well. They've got the, they still have Coach Yaklich, which is you know True. considered a very big time coach for them. Um, they've got the facilities, they've got the money, they've got the the market, they've got everything they need there that the Valley can build it. So yeah, I do. Th- and I they got do all think that. Book. And remember, they were they you know Loyola didn't start getting. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I think UIC had the resources before Loyola did. That's for sure. Yeah. So I and do then, think they're going, and I do think Chicago State's coming to, to uh, the Horizon League. Yeah, everyone can bitch and moan about all they want. That's It's going to happen, I think, because we need to replace that market. <sighs> we need to replace that travel partner. It's just an easy swap, whether we like it or not. Trust me, I'm a former Summit League person when I was with you know with Oakland. I'm real familiar with Chicago State. No, I don't like it. We I, I love making fun of their like their jerseys be like, oh, did Michigan State donate those to you? And, oh, Chicago, it's not a state. Ha, 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 ha. Poor kids. Not cool. No, I realize that. This was when I was in college. It was a long time ago. But, like, you know what? Someone's got to be in this league. I guess. And if that happens, I'm going to start campaigning for Cleveland State to go to the A-10. <laughs> I mean... I'm just, that's, I will make my full push at that point in time. Like, please, please. Dear, dear Horizon League people, start preparing to whine more than usual, which is a lot. You don't really have any space to, because you know, again, Chicago State has more te- more ga- wins and more current more wins in the non-conference than the Horizon than half of, most of the Horizon League. So yeah, um, do better. I'm I'm I, I'm I'm not deep diving this, but do you know what other sports Chicago State plays, do, like outside of men's and women's basketball? Uh, I think they play baseball. Do they? I think. Oh, I don't that know. Would, that's. I mean. Well, that's the other problem. Yeah, because you need because if UIC goes, that's a baseball school, and they can't afford to lose baseball schools. Uh, let's okay. That is for damn sure. Uh, uh, no, you are incorrect, my friend. Actually, I I just oh. pulled it up. Chicago State sponsors basketball, golf, car, cross country, soccer, tennis, track and field on the men's side. Um, all the same on the women's plus volleyball. All right, then what's the point? <laughs> so, that's that's a bit of a downer. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Well, that, that's the best part of this is it's not our decision. <laughs> no. They can figure it's that not. shit out on their own. 
So I'm glad I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know what? Eh, I mean, with all the moves that have come in the last couple of years, it would not surprise me. Uh, but man, I mean, if you're an upper echelon team in the team in this conference and you keep seeing the conference just backfilling departures with teams that are, if we're being honest, really, really lowly rated. I mean, what's that got to do to you? You're like sitting over here like, oh, great. And that's the problem. And by the way, it's not like, well, but what's funny, of course, is that, you know, you know, Oakland isn't going anywhere. They can't until they get better facilities. The minute they had better facilities, everyone would be all over them, I think. They, yeah, exactly. You know, Wright State is obviously not going anywhere. They have to figure out. Barely they have to figure out which right they have to figure out which sports they got to add to state division one. Although they did say that they are going to state division one. So they, they didn't say how. I don't. I can say let, I'm going to the moon until I can actually figure out how I'm going to the moon. It doesn't matter. Let them figure it out on their own. I'm, my name is my my last name is McDonald, not Grant. So that's on him. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. But yeah, you're just stuck, basically. I feel like yeah, I feel like a lot of these places are stuck. And that's you know what, reason. this league is nowhere. I mean, granted, we're not playing well right now, and that's disappointing. It's still a one bid league, mid to low major right now. But you know what, this league is not as bad as people want to pretend. It's usually the people that live in the past. Butler's not walking through the door, folks. It's that simple. Yeah, I understand that, but you know, you're basically. I mean, the whole thing that I, ha- I I see there, it's like, okay, you're just basically, I mean, you basically, I, I get that we're a one-bid league, but, I mean, it, it just doesn't, I don't know, eat Arby's. <laughs> I refuse to let Arby's be bad mouth in my presence. I, have a, I hold Arby's in high regard. I do too, but I, I don't, but at the same time, I do like Nile, the Nihilist Arby's Twitter account, even though I don't follow them. So eat Arby's. They're not a sponsor, but a you know hook. But brother. they could be. They could be. So all right, that's gonna do it for us. So like I said, not next week. Tune in New Year's Day. Um, yeah, it'll be. Uh, we'll have it on our Twitter account. Um, but if you have, be uh, if you have not done so already. Subscribe to our uh, subscribe to our YouTube account or our Twitch account because unless something goes horribly horribly wrong, we'll do it live. Live. And even if we even if something goes horribly horribly wrong, you'll be able to catch the replay wherever podcasts are found, or of course on HorizonRoundtable.com. So um, tune in uh, tune in New Year's Day. We're gonna do this crazy crap live, but until then, thank you all for listening and Merry Christmas to you all. Happy Enjoy holidays, all Horizon fans. There you go.